Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. We are all responsible for the society we live in and for making our countries what they should be. I say you cannot complain about what you allow. And one of my favorite sayings, it is better to light a candle than to curse the darkness. Therefore, we're all lighting the candle in our little way. And by spreading the word on Voice of Change, you are doing your bit. One of the ways in which we are spreading the word on leadership is a book I've written. Though it has multiple themes and it's a very good read from what I hear, it's actually about leadership, nationhood, relationship, and it's called Beyond My Dreams. It's actually a book I started to write when I was 16 and I took a break and then took it up again over 30 years later. What it goes to prove is that it's never too late to pick up your dreams. I have one review from a very intelligent young person. I know because this individual is a lawyer and finished their postgraduate studies from the London School of Economics. And they say, before reading any book, I always flip through the pages, scrutinize the cover and read the synopsis to get a sense of whether or not I'd enjoy it. My intro to reading Beyond My Dreams was no different and having been a sucker for romance novels since the age of 13, I could tell that it was a book right up my alley. However, that cursory assessment didn't prepare me for just how much I would enjoy the book. From the moment I picked it up, I couldn't drop it until I finished it all in the space of one day from morning to evening. At a certain point, reading it almost became a burden because I refused to stop until I got to the end. That was how engrossed and invested in the character's journey I became. I have not enjoyed reading the book to such an extent in a while. I laughed, I gasped, and I rolled my eyes at the twist and turns and characters' choices, just like one would with any beloved TV show or movie. It was thoroughly an enjoyable, easy, and joyous read with well-developed characters, both primary and secondary, and settings. I believe that anyone who is remotely interested in well-written books in general will relish the read. That's such a glowing review. And I'm telling you, there are many more of such reviews that we've gotten from beyond my dreams. We had a man in his 50s who is a lover of novels like John Grisham novels, Charles Colson's novels, say, from a lover of novels, I'm saying this is a fantastic book. This is a fantastic book. It explores very deep themes without being heavy. And you learn so much. And is that not what reading is about? Learning. That's what reading is about. Now, don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to Voice of Change. We're just getting into the mid of this broadcast. See the Voice of Change is sponsored by AB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change podcast today on iTunes and Spotify. And don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Ola Jumoke Adenowa. You can reach me on Instagram at Jumoke Adenowa. 
where people are posting their reviews on Beyond My Dreams and you can post yours too. We spoke about the fact in the book, there is a recurrent theme, the cost of leadership. Leadership, the very word minister is servant. A leader is a trustee of the commonwealth who holds everybody's wealth in trust. And therefore a leader is one who should be accountable, who must be accountable. And when we do not hold our leaders to account, we actually propagate and incubate the kind of leadership that does us a disservice. In this book, we see how leadership dictates your lifestyle. Being a leader dictates your very, very personal lifestyle and comes at a cost to you as a human being. It affects your personal life. It affects your private life. Mohandas Gandhi wore a loincloth for most of his life. If you think about him now, you think of a wiry little man in a white loincloth with secular glasses like Obafemi Aulowa, who considered him a role model. Why did he wear a loincloth and just a white wrap most of his life? He used to wear a suit. He was a practicing lawyer in South Africa until he got to the banks of the Ganges one day and he saw the women of his people Indian women, and they were half-dressed. Some would wear the bottom of their sari, and some would wear the top of their sari. And he was wondering, and he asked someone, why are they half-dressed? And the person answered, because they have only one sari. So when they take off the top to wash, they keep the bottom on. When they take the bottom off to wash, they keep the top on. And that day, Mohandas Gandhi made up his mind that he would dress like this woman, the poorest of the poor, that he might continue to remind himself about what the poorest of the poor that he is serving really face on a daily basis. Is that not a stark contrast? Very stark contrast. To some of the leaders we've had in Africa or in my nation, Nigeria, we have people who own more streets than they have children. If each child was to take a house, I remember someone close to one of the former presidents of Nigeria saying to me, Oh, the president's daughter would love you. This is because I'm considered a good architect. Thank you. Apparently, we had an office of the first daughter, but we did not know. There was a president, the first lady, and the first daughter who loved collecting houses. Leadership affects our personal choices because we must remember that not only should we have coaches who mentor us as leaders, who guide us on the way that we should go, validate and correct us, We also should have collaborators who work with us as a team towards achieving our goal. We should have confronters, those people who say what we don't want to hear, but we keep them close by always because we know they are not sycophants. They are not yes men. They are there to make sure we take a second look. I say to the people on my management team when we're having meetings, if you simply agree with me, then you are not needed in the room. You are not needed here. You need confronters. You don't vilify confronters. You celebrate them. Even when it's hard to accept the truth that they give you. But leadership also informs us that we have catchers. Those who catch what we do. Who look at what we do and do likewise. The world is full of catchers right now. That's what we're doing on Instagram and social media. Catching what the celebrities do. If they have blowout weddings, we must have one too. If they dress in a certain way, we must follow, we must copy. 
if they style their hair in a certain way, if they treat their skins in a certain way, we must do what they do. The world is full of catchers. Therefore, remember, as you're developing your leadership journey, that somebody is watching you and studying the decisions that you are making, and they will catch what you do. These are what I call the forces. You need coaches, collaborators, confronters, and catchers. Do you have these forces in your life? See the pain of our children. You ready?